You're listening to a Brawl Network production. Brawl for 80. This would be 18 for 20 from the line. And an 81-point game. 55 in the second half. Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed the second greatest scoring performance in NBA history. This is the Lakers Brawl Podcast. And that's it. It's over. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers conquer the bubble, and batter number 17 will soon hang in the rafters. From Kareem to Magic to Shaq and Kobe to LeBron and Anthony Davis, this is a championship-level podcast. Here are your hosts, former overseas basketball player Sava and comedian and Lakers diehard, Lawrence Deloach. Do it. So this is Lakers Brawl. Episode one. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Lawrence Deloach. And with me, I have... Hi, my name is Sava, uh, a.k.a. Courtside. You can follow me on social at Courtside TW. And, and you can follow me at uh, LZD325 and, uh, and Brawl. Uh, follow us at Brawl Lakers. Yes, sir. And today what we got for you is the first episode. And we've been a couple of weeks, I think one full week where we could have in the free agency so far. And what we're going to do today is kind of talk about the early grades about the moves that they did, trades, pickups, guys who got signed, guys who got waived, and uh, see how the Lakers are doing so far and what can, what else we can do. <laughs> yeah, man, you're 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 a Lakers fan, and and let's just you know for the listeners, I mean, how long have you been a Lakers fan? Let's let's talk. Let's tell them how you know our fandom, man. I've been a Lakers fan for about ten years. Um, okay. I would say, yeah, um, yeah, I would say about that. Yeah, ever since I started, like taking basketball serious i've been following the lakers and what about you i've been a lakers fan for around 25 years at this point bro okay so i I, i've seen i've seen a lot i've seen you know i've seen plenty guys come and go i've seen magic johnson be a power forward i've seen you know i've seen Shaq, kobe i've seen ryan kelly star for us so i mean at the end of the day you've seen it too (laughs) yeah we've seen a lot so now i mean right now we're in the lebron uh anthony davis era Yes, sir. Uh, just coming off a championship. And, you know, when you look at the team and they had such a dominant performance in the bubble and you're like, well, how can this team improve? And they improved offensively a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of going ahead with this whole thing. But in my oh. opinion, they, they well, I mean, that's fine. I mean, that's a little tease. No problem with that. No, but, no, yeah. Yeah. But they, in my opinion, I agree. They definitely improved. and you can say they probably so far had one of the best free agencies um, of this year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, what do you, where do you want to start? Because, you know, there's, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot, but I guess we'll try to keep it somewhat chronological. Sure. So, and I yeah. think the first move is as far as I remember was uh, the Daniel Schroeder trade definitely came out of nowhere. Um, Lakers got Daniel Schroeder from OKC, and they gave up Daniel Green, and I believe 28th pick. That was the yes. trade. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh, it was. Um, I was really, I was really happy to see it because I feel like uh, with Schroeder, uh, he has a lot of offensive firepower, and that's something that a lot of times with the LeBron-led team, when LeBron goes to the bench, 
you know, the, the team struggles offensively. And we saw that in the bubble where, you know, LeBron and AD, they had a lot of times stagger their minutes. So because at the end of the day, when, you know, there's no AD, there's no LeBron, where's the, the offense come? Where's the offense coming from? Who's setting the plays? Who's running the table for them? Kuzma was, he was that, he was trying to be that third scorer. We saw guys like KCP try to be the third scorer, but I think a guy like Schroeder is very extremely solid. Um, I'm really happy to see him. Uh, on the Lakers team because he's, he's averaging like 17 a game. He's like, I think, second or third in the six-man of the year race. So he's going he's gonna to be that guy to, uh, to score. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, what grade would you give for this, for this move? Uh, I would honestly, I would give it, I would give it definitely a, a B plus to A minus right now based on what we gave up to get Schroeder. Right. Uh, you know, we, Danny Green, uh, a draft pick. I think it was uh I think it was very solid, very smart move to give LeBron the rest. They're coming back to, you know, the season, you know, ended early October and and then two months later they you know, they're resuming the, the season and those guys are gonna need some nights off. You know, they played, you know, the, they played they were in the bubble for almost ninety days. Right. That that does, that's a very good point. And the only two things I wanna say about this transaction, uh one is what we gave up as far as Danny Green and the pick. Danny Green obviously had a lot of questions with his performances. You know, sometimes he's hot, sometimes he's cold. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like he was definitely replaced well. And we'll, we'll get to that point as far as the shooting guard. And the draft pick, you know, as long as we are in the AD and LeBron era, you know, I, I guess it's kind of safe to say that the draft picks are not going to be high in, in the way they are irrelevant. You know, the Lakers are not going to try to develop any guys right now. And if they want a draft pick, they can always purchase one during the draft. Well, you notice a team when you, when you're a veteran led team and you're a LeBron led team, like you said, a lot of those times the draft, the draft picks are in the late twenties, early, you know, the early thirties or, you know, late twenties. And, and at the end of the day, those picks are not going to receive playing time. And so a lot of times, yes, they can be moved for a player like Schroeder. Uh, which I think is, I think it's fine because I think whatever, you know, late twenties, you're not, you're not playing that kid anyway. You're not, you're just not on this type of team. Right. So yeah. And like you said, you could purchase a draft pick, you know, obviously, you know, early second round, you, even if you want to creep back into late first round in, in the future, but this was a let's win again move. Oh yeah. Yeah. And obviously the a point guard who can score was a priority for the Lakers throughout the whole season. The last season, obviously, going into the offseason, it was still a priority for the, for the reasons that you mentioned because LeBron and AD needed to rest. And the option that a lot of people have thrown before was the Derrick Rose trade, but I feel like with Schroeder, it is a better option because, let's be honest, we would not be able to get Derrick Rose for Dave Green the draft pick. And with Derrick Rose playing for the Lakers, there would also be a lot of pressure, you know, the way Derrick Rose's career is and, you know, his whole story. Um, and Trudeau just going to have less pressure going into the season. Well, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's going to be less pressure, but I feel like we've seen, we've seen a Derrick Rose. We've seen Derrick Rose play with LeBron in Cleveland for, you know, for half of the season a couple years ago. Um, also, i I just feel like, I feel like what Schroeder gives this team 
is to me a little bit better than what Derrick Rose can give. And, and, and obviously we know what Derrick Rose is capable of, but I feel like Schroeder is a, a better fit. If, you know, he can, him and, and Caruso can play, whether, whether Schroeder starts or he comes off the bench, which I think coming off the bench would be very good for him. He's able to, you know, get that vibe. We saw him do it in Oklahoma City last year. We saw him do it, you know, in, in Atlanta. This is the type of guy that he is. He's a, he's a get hot guy and, he can, he's a volume scorer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great point. And uh, the next move that we got, I think, was when they signed Montrezl Harrell. Mm-hmm. Came out of nowhere. I don't think anyone saw that coming. No. No. I mean, not to the Lakers, at least. You know, it was somewhat obvious that they're probably not going to pay him the money that he wanted. But going to the Lakers, they came out of nowhere. So what do you think about that move? I think it was honestly there was talk of Serge Ibaka coming to the Lakers, and for us to get Montrez, it's such a to me a better fit. Granted, Montrez defensively is you know not where a guy like Serge is, but I I compare those two because they both pretty much got similar deals with their with their teams. But yeah, it, it totally came out of nowhere. But it also just goes to show you that when you are a champion teams or players will come to you at sometimes a discounted rate because they want to win a championship. And we also cannot understate the LeBron effect and LeBron and Montrez is a guy that looks up to LeBron and Montrez also cost himself some money on the free agency market with his poor performance in the bubble. Uh, You know, he couldn't guard, bigs you know in, in the denver series the dallas series he was a little outmatched so to get a guy like Montrez is it's also it just shows you that the lakers are saying hey we need scorers because ad and lebron are gonna get their rest so i'm i'm, I'm thrilled about it what about yourself are you, you how do you like the signing i definitely like it i i agree it's he's probably more of a bench performer he's just like Schroeder is going to be one of the guys who's coming off the bench and, you know, trying to keep up with pace with the scoring. And um, even though he cannot play defense as, as good as the other bigs, uh, he can definitely score. So w- what they're trying to do is definitely create a solid second man unit in this situation. And he's a great signing in this regard. Well, yeah, I mean, he's six man of the year mm-hmm. and, and he's averaging just a shade, a shade under 20 points a game. And Sava, like, I mean, let's be honest. We we saw this last year with the Lakers where, once again, I mean, you look at team second units when the Clippers, for example, in the regular season, their second unit was amazing. And they would give L.A. problems. So L.A. could – the Lakers, they would give them problems. And they jump out to big leads, the Lakers. And then the second unit, whether it was Lou Will and Montrez and those guys would just storm back. And I think now we have those guys – that when our starting five sits, we have guys that can anchor offensively the second unit. Very true. Very true. You think it's an A plus? That signing, I'm I'm honestly going to give an A. I, I'm not going to give it an A plus only because Montrez defensively he's not he's not the best. But I also feel like with the Clippers he had to do a little bit more defensively than he was capable of. And when you have a guy like AD to kind of protect him a little bit this signing is is fucking is perfect to me yeah 
we'll cut the F word. Yeah, um, please. Yes. <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah. So A for this move. And uh, before we move on, a quick word from us. Let's keep it moving. Welcome back to the Lakers brawl. We don't say what to do, baby. We'll say when we're going to resign AD. Uh, let's move on to the, to the Wesley Matthews deal. Another free agent that we picked up. And I, in my opinion, there was clearly a replacement for Daniel Green. A similar type of a player, uh, probably a little worse as a shooter, but maybe a little better as a defender. What do you think about it? Uh, like you said, this is a, this is definitely to replace Danny Green. I think what what you said is is perfect. Wes is a guy; he's a veteran player, and he's had some injuries in his career. At this point, he's on the downside of his career. But I think when you have a guy like him and KCP, they're exactly what we need in terms of guys who can play defense, do the intangibles that will obviously is going to be needed on this Lakers team. Oh, yeah. And you think he's going to be another bench guy or he has a chance to start for the team? I, I think Wes is probably he, – he should – well, yeah, he should probably start, I believe. Probably him, KCP, Braun, AD, and Gasol probably. But, yeah, he should be a starter. Yeah, it's a tough one. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think it can work either way. But, um, yeah, this one's pretty simple. Self-explanatory. I don't think there's a lot we can talk about. What grade are we going with? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a B plus. B plus. Yeah, that's you? A, you know. Yeah, I would say B to B plus. I mean, obviously, it's gonna depend on how he's gonna play. Cause, it, but they didn't pay him a lot. If it works out, it's great. If it doesn't, well, he's gonna get cut a month in. We're gonna pay somebody else. So, you know. Well, yeah, I, I think his deal. I'm not sure. I think it's the vet men or not. It may not be the. It's the vet veteran minimum. If I'm correct, it, it's he's on yeah. a team friendly deal. Yeah, and like you said, he's. I mean, I don't know if he's gonna get cut, but I definitely feel like we're. It's not a a risk signing. We didn't pay him, you know, twelve to fifteen million dollars like we did Danny Green. Yeah, it's a, it's a solid signing for what we paid for. Yeah, the contract is. The, if, if not cut, then you know it's at least very easy to move this contract if we have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. I think, uh, you know, but what we're getting out of Wesley Matthews is we're getting a guy that can, obviously he can start the game. He can, you know, finish the game if need be when we want to go to the defensive lineup. Uh, we obviously, we, we have KCP for offense and the hustle, but I, I like I said, we, we definitely are going to need a guy who's going to just say, Hey, I'm playing defense. This is the Avery Bradley role that we need. So, yeah, and a nice little mix between Avery Bradley basically and Danny Green for less money. You for know, le- that's that's the beautiful thing for less money. For less money, yeah. And if you know LeBron, you know the only thing he needs well, not the only thing, but the best thing you can do to LeBron is give him more shooters. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. All righty, uh, let's move on to the trade. And the Lakers traded JaVel McGee for Jordan Bell and uh, Alfonso McKinney. Uh, this one, th- their contracts are partially guaranteed so well, lakers might not even keep them but let's just imagine they do uh what kind of roles can you see for jordan and alfonso and uh what do you think about the trade well f- well first before we even talk about what what roles they have i just want to uh i just want to thank javel mcgee for his services that's the first thing i want to do yeah. um i i want to thank javel for you know for his sacrifice because I've, he was playing you know he in the beginning of the season, he was the starter. Uh, when when he got to the bubble, 
you know, he, he still was the starter up until a certain point when he basically became unplayable in, in the Houston series. Yeah. So, you know, from there, he didn't really play much against Denver or, or the Heat, but he was very – he in spurts, he gave us everything we needed. And, you know, and, and I'm thankful that we had JaVel McGee. So I just want to say thank you for your contributions. Well-deserved third championship, I believe. He's a, he's a three-time NBA champion. Three-time NBA gold. champion. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to see JaVel from where he was, uh, you know, eight, nine years ago to where he's at now and how he's looked at and viewed. Uh, he's a world champion. So I'm, I'm happy for JaVel. Now, uh, with what we received, um, obviously we knew we had something up our sleeves when we when we traded our starting center. Uh, Jordan Bell also is a guy who's an NBA champion. He played for the Warriors. Uh, once again, I know you're saying, "What if they keep him?" I'm not sure if they keep Bell. I hope they do because I did like him in Golden State for emergency minutes or you know just you know emergency big if need be. McKenney is a guy who I think we will keep on the roster. He'll be like the 15th guy or, you know, but our 13th, 15th guy. But, um, yeah, just, you know, once again, just another wing that we can keep. And it, it's it, the move was done uh, for, obviously, to get, you know, other players. But I, I don't mind the deal. Yeah, yeah. And just to clear up, the deal was done uh, to clear some salary for Mark Gasol's contract. So that's, that's the reason why they did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, you're right. I mean, I would imagine if we had to, you know, if we had to guess, I would imagine they would cut Jordan Bell and keep Alfonso. And Alfonso is probably a new type of Quinn Cook guy on the roster. Would you agree mm-hmm. with that? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, he's totally yeah. Um... He's totally the new Quinn Cook guy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And as far as the grade, for me personally, it would be tough because, uh, I mean, obviously, we might not even keep the guys, but considering that we got Gasol, I guess it's, I'd have to say a B minus. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm with you on that. I think it's a, a B minus to B. It's not a, it's not a needle mover, but it definitely, it did what it needed to do with that deal. Oh, yeah. And let, let's move on. We'll talk about Marcus Holt more in, in a minute. Uh, let's move on to the next one. And the Lakers who signed Markeith Morris. Um, it was a great move in my opinion. I, obviously, he, he proved to be valuable when he, you know, he definitely stepped up in the playoffs. He earned his minutes. He's the guy who can continue to put up valuable minutes throughout the games. And we didn't pay him a lot as well. You know, let's be honest. As long as it's not four years, 64 million cool with it i let me say something so i i think i think those morris twins are so interesting to me i mean they from what i've heard i mean everything identical uh same they share bank accounts mm-hmm. so you're, you you got one guy who's on this like you said this 60 million dollar deal and then you have another brother who is getting paid the veteran minimum and i i just find they're both in la They've they've played for you know the same team back in the day. I I I love their story. I think both of those. I love them since they were in Kansas, uh, playing college basketball. I, I like the deal because once again, he's the Morris twins. It just means that they're enforcers. You know they're gonna play their role well, and I'm I I like it for what we pay. I I love it. 
Yeah. Oh, we don't even know who we paid for. We might have gotten Marcus. I mean, we, with, with those random performances he had in the playoffs, I mean, there were rumors before back in the day. Like, I think when I believe either Withers or the Celtics made it to the playoffs mm-hmm. and one brother was in, another one was out. Yeah. There were rumors that they were actually like switching and, you know, both playing. So I don't think, I don't think it's true, but who knows? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> You don't know. what the, That's what I'm saying. They're so, the Morris twins are so unpredictable to me. Like, you don't know. I mean, we know from what we see that the, the other brother is the, the better one, quote unquote, basketball wise, Marcus. But I just, I think their intangibles, they're, they're both interesting players. I'm happy we brought Markeith back. Um, and this is going to continue the, the Lakers Clippers rivalry. You know, just gonna continue doing it, man. Yeah, I like uh, it. I like the deal. I'm happy. A, I'll give it an A. You give it an A? Yeah. I, yeah. Listen, for what we pay for him, I would I would totally give it give it an A. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I mean, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, bet minimum once again, and a great guy. He can step up when we need him. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on and uh, talk about a couple of guys that we lost. Uh, one's gonna be Avery Bradley. Uh, Rajon Rondo, obviously, and Dwight Howard. So let's okay. go one by one. You, where, where do you, who do you want to start with first? I would say let's start with Dwight because so, of the whole situation and <laughs> how it was handled. And in my opinion, personally, um, I loved what he brought last year. Once again, and for some reason, we've been talking about money this whole podcast, but for the money and the contract that we paid him, the stuff that he did was remarkable. And just like JaVale, despite of the, you know, the way he exited the team, just like JaVale, he proven to be very flexible. He never gave us any diva things. You know, he, when we needed him to play five minutes a game, he was doing it. When we needed 20 minutes a game, he was giving us 20 minutes a game, and he was productive. Uh, yeah, there were some questionable fouls and stuff like that, but it happens. Uh, so he's definitely going to be missed. I had a great replacement in my mind for him, but it's not going to happen. I, for some reason, felt like we're going to keep at least one of them, either JaVale or Dwight, and bring DeMarcus Cousins. Because th- there, was, there were rumors before uh, the offseason he, he, he wanted to come back to the Lakers. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen. He went with the Rockets. But um, Dwight is going to be missed. Yeah, that, that's my opinion. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, I, I just love the, the the Dwight Howard story to me. You look when, when as a Lakers fan, if you remember, you remember 2012, we get Dwight. You know, it's him, Kobe, Nash, and Pal Gasol. We we got this. You know, it's supposed to be us versus the Heat, and it was just a disaster. That yeah. once it was a total disaster, I and mean, Kobe didn't get along with Dwight. You know, we still looked at it as, well, you know, we have this guy's going to be a free agent, but we're, we're going to keep Dwight Howard because of the tradition. And, I mean, for him to leave us and the franchise, you know, didn't make the playoffs again after that season until, you know, this year. But And then to see, like, you know, we had Dwight, we had Boogie Cousins, and we, you know, we said, all right, well, we got Boogie, you know, this season. And then for Boogie to hurt him, his, you know, hurt himself again, unfortunately. And for Dwight to just step up. And like you said, whatever you needed, five minutes, 20 minutes, you know, gar- garbage, whatever you, you needed Dwight Howard to do, he did it. 
and I and I'm always just going to be thankful for him because at the end of the day, uh, we would have been in some serious trouble if you know one, if only if we only had Jafel McGee. So that I will I, I'm, I'm I will miss him. I, I'm happy he won a championship with us. It's a full circle for Dwight. I wish him the best in Philadelphia. I thought it was funny with the tweet. Yeah. With the with the, <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> Purple and gold never gets old. And and psych. And, and psych. And there you go. He's he's gone a couple minutes later. So I I I, I laugh at that because I'm like this. That's the that's the Dwight Howard that I I. I remember just the whole, like, you know, the uncertainty, but in all, in all honesty, I just, I will miss him. He's class act. Oh yeah. Yeah. The stuff that he did this season and the way he turned his career around. Um, and some people say, you know, Lakers created the roster, the, you know, the value for him again, or LeBron did it, created the market for Dwight. But at the end of the day, he chose to become a new Dwight because the deal that he got, it wasn't even the veteran minimum. It was, day-to-day non-guaranteed mm-hmm. at any point after one bad game they should have just they could have just said you know oh now nah, that's not working out go somewhere else mm-hmm. and that's crazy and he accepted it he embraced it he fixed his relationship with kobe and obviously rest in peace to kobe bryant and during the all-star season there were, we were supposed to have a great moment of their relationship turnaround because mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but Kobe was supposed to assist them during the dunk contest. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, that would have been a moment, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of his performance. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But yeah, dev- definitely missed. Um, I wish we could have kept him. Uh, the situation was a little weird. And as far as I know, it got a little even weirder because now there are new reports saying that Doc actually recruited him. So it's kind of conflicting in a way. Uh, but I mean... Whatever happened, happened. Best of luck to him. Um, he will be missed. On to the next one. <laughs> Unless you got something else to add. No, no, no. I, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, on you know him and you know him backing up Joel Embiid. I mean, you know, like I said, I what I, I wish him the best in Philly. Uh, another guy who I'm I'm gonna miss, bro, is is Rajon Rondo. Mm-hmm. Playoff Rondo. Veteran Rondo, you know, we, I'm, I just, that guy is, you know, he's cerebral in his game and he was one of the most important pieces that we had throughout the playoff run. Especially the finals. Oh, of course, especially the yeah, finals. Especially but yeah, just throughout the playoffs, Rondo was, he was instrumental in, in, in running, orchestrating the offense. And I'm just, yeah, I'm, uh, he's, he's signed with Atlanta. What do you think about losing Rondo on this team? I agree. He will be missed. You know, you can – and the, with the deal with Rondo, you can say so many bad things about him, you know, that some locker room issues or the fact he's constantly getting injured with, you know, basically all types of injuries or that he doesn't perform well during the regular season. But at the end of the day, when it mattered, he stepped up. And that's, yeah. that's all it is. And – you know, a playmaker of his level is, is very hard, hard to find. And the fact that the Lakers with him basically had four head coaches, you know, on their roster, they had Jason Kidd, they had Frank Vogel, LeBron and Rondo, all basically have incredible basketball IQs. And just to have all those four guys was uh, a special thing. As you said, you, did, you know, we said a great thing. He is a cerebral player. He knows a lot of plays. He knows how to read plays. He he can play great defense when he wants to. Um, and 
one thing you can say, you know, as long as he didn't go to the Clippers, I'm happy with it. <laughs> I know that 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 was the big thing too. I, I said that too. I was like, hey, listen, he can go anywhere, whoever. Just don't go to the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. And to me personally, I knew he wasn't gonna go because he is from Atlanta. He he grew up there, and I don't think he would go to the Clippers. He wants to go home, get paid, you know, have basically zero pressure there now, and just enjoy the life. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think he goes to up. He, he's going to an up and coming team, which you know I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't want to say this, but I feel like when he's with younger teams that aren't winning, you know, then sometimes we can see the malcontent Rondo come out a little bit. We saw it in Chicago, um, but I, I just want him to. I want him to be happy. He's won a championship with arguably the, the two greatest franchises ever, obviously the Lakers and those guys in Boston. Yeah, and, I don't know uh, what they called. We, I don't know what they call them either, but you know, those, that green team in Boston, he won a championship with. And um, so I, I just hope this is the last stage of his career. He's, he's, you know, enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like he definitely proven as much as he can prove. And he's a borderline hall of famer at this point. And uh, there's nothing left for him to prove. He can just enjoy the, couple of years and Atlanta has a decent chance to make it to the playoffs this year in the East. So I, I think he's, it's not going to be entirely recreational for him. You know, he's definitely going to have a, no, a solid think, job to do. <laughs> no, I think he's, I, I honestly, I definitely agree with you. I think Atlanta's a playoff team. And I think a guy like Rondo will be the, the veteran leader of, he's like the, he's the leader, veteran leader of that team, you know, him and Trey Young. So I, I'm I and Gallinari, they have a, a nice core. So I'm happy to see Rondo go to a team that obviously his skill set and what he brings will be vastly utilized. Yeah. And appreciate. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the last guy we have on the list of the guys that we lost is Avery Bradley. And to me personally, as much as I want to say that, you know, he's gonna be missed as well. He done a lot of great things during the season. He didn't play during the playoffs. So I mean Mm-hmm. We did fine. We did fine without him. So, uh, do do I wish we kept him for another year? Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, we did fine without him. So. Yeah, I think I think Avery, a guy like Avery Bradley, we we saw prior to the bubble, uh, you know that that game against the Clippers where you know it, it was where that we were I think zero and two against the Clippers up until that point, and Avery Bradley, uh, he had an amazing game. I think that. That's when we were like, all right, we definitely can – we need a guy like Avery Bradley. We, but, you know, when we saw in the bubble where, you know, guys like Caruso stepped up and, and Rondo and everyone else, like, they did more, uh, it, it definitely made a guy like Avery Bradley expendable. Yeah, yeah. So – It's hard to say what he could have done in the playoffs, but the way we had it – and he is, he is – at least for now, I would consider him replaced with Wesley Matthews. Well, yeah, I mean, but also, I mean, also when you, I mean, I know it it forced Alex Caruso to step up even more. Mm -hmm. And I think now Caruso, he has even more confidence where, you know, so I'm, I'm, it forced all those guys, KCP, Caruso to do more. And, Mm -hmm. and I'm, and once again, yeah, I'm, I, I, Bradley was a solid player, but we've continued to grow and, and, and grab more solid players this off season. So. Yeah, I I just don't think it would have minutes for him, honestly. I think I mean obviously I think if we kept Bradley, I think a guy like Matthews doesn't come, or we don't, you know, we. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, 
I, I'll take what Matthews gives versus, you know, what we've, we've, we lost Dwight Bradley and, and Rondo, but we've also gained Schroeder, you know, um, Montrez, uh, Matthew. So we've gained more, I feel like, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Another guy that uh, we did not re-sign or we actually waived is going to be Quinn Cook. Uh, I don't think we can spend a lot of time on this one just because he had a limited role in the team. And if they decide to keep Alfonso, it basically replaces him. But if you have anything else to add to that, feel free. Uh, nope, I'm, I'm following your, your lead on that one. Uh, yeah, it, it's just he had a minimum role, and you know he's he's a great guy, and I wish him all the best in his career. He's, uh, I think, also a three-time champion at this point. Yes, yes, yes. He won a couple with Golden State, and yep, yeah, there so, you go. Great career so far. All right, so let's just move on and uh, talk about the guys that we did not sign yet, but we can sign. And um, feel free to summarize the whole four of them, or we can go one by one, whatever you prefer. Uh, so we did not sign yet. John Waiters, Jared Smith. Jared Dudley and Costas at the Kumpo. What do you have to say about it? I, I think uh I think JR, he's not coming back. Waiters probably isn't coming back. Uh Dudley, he I mean, he might come back for like obviously just to be the cheerleader guy, but I think Dudley is not coming back. Uh Costas, uh yeah, I could see them, you know, obviously if you know he's able to split time, you know, in the, in the G League and, and other things, then yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I think he'll be back on the team. But like Jr., it was obviously for bubble signing. Waiters, depth when we needed, you know, scoring prior to the bubble. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. But I feel like Dion is probably his role is taken by Schroeder now. In a way, because that's what he was supposed to be, you know, kind of a second, you know, a point slash shooting guard coming off the bench and, mm-hmm. you know, scoring some points. So I feel like he's replaced in a way. And uh, with Dion, Jaron, and Dudley, those three guys probably not going to get signed anywhere else. I mean, Dion might, but Jaron and Dudley are likely to get signed by any teams at this point. It might be the rev for them. Uh, and the situation that we have, it's just going to come down to do we have to fill a couple of extra spots. Well, yeah, I mean, J. I mean, we didn't. I mean, Jr. was out of the league until like we needed extra depth for the bubble. So I don't, I don't really see him. You know, he, he. I don't see him coming back. You know, Delhi, same thing. Delhi won his championship. He's, you know, he's had like a, you know, fourteen, thirteen, fourteen year career. These guys have been in the league for years. I mean, so I, we will, we will fill out the rest with minimum guys, and and that's it. They, they, they definitely in the pool of those guys. So if we. You know, I guess we can bring it back, but not a huge value. The only guy I can kind of highlight out of those four is going to be Costas. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, and the rumor around the league as to why AD hasn't signed the extension yet is because a lot of people are waiting on Giannis right now. And if he decides not to, you know, sign the Supermax with the Bucks, AD might do another one plus one year uh, deal. Mm-hmm. You know, just so that way in the year when LeBron and AD can both opt out, they can all rearrange the contracts the way so they can recruit Giannis. And obviously having his brother on the roster would be another bonus for Giannis to say, hey, you know, come play for the Lakers. Um, yeah. What do you think about this? I don't know. If that, I mean, I, I, I've heard the rumor. Uh, I don't know if Giannis would do it, but I mean, you know, to play with LeBron and AD, I had it. I, that I mean that's that's the see 
I think that's the thing that happens a lot of times, especially being a Lakers fan. We we want the best all the time, and we we kind of got suckered into it last offseason with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Where we, we waited so long thinking that, you know, we had a true shot at Kawhi to play with LeBron and AD. And then by the time that happened, free agency, there were so many players that we did not get. Like, you know, we had to settle for, like, overpay Danny Green. And we had to, you know, we were just filling out the roster with Boogie Cousins. And I feel like like what we have, and obviously we have LeBron for another couple of years. I mean, he signed, what, a four-year deal, basically. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to, obviously, we're going to have to figure things out because at the end of the day, AD is going to be a Laker, and we need to still put the best competitive team around him. But I think Giannis is like a pipe dream. I don't see that really happening. I definitely agree with you, man. I mean, he's, is there a chance? I would imagine slightest because nobody knows what's in Giannis's head right now. Maybe he's fed up with Milwaukee. Maybe he wants to be one of those guys who stay in the same place for the whole career. We'll see. Wouldn't know that yet. But uh, just talking separately about Costas, I think if Giannis doesn't sign Supermax, they might keep him just to try to bribe Giannis. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think he's coming. You know? <laughs> and mm. yeah, I don't want another Kawhi situation. But at least this year, we're not the team who's overpaying. We got another team downstairs. They are repaying people now. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, so let's move on to the last one, uh, last signing. Uh, we're going to grade that one as well. And Marcus Gasol. What do you have to say about this one? Uh, I, you know, I like the, I like the deal. Uh, if Gasol can play, you know, if he's comfortable playing, you know, 18 minutes a game in a regular season, 18, 20 minutes, that's fine with me. Uh, it's more of his signing is more situational when we have to play the big guys, the, the you know, the Jokers, the the Carl Anthony Towns of the world, like just situational basketball, which Gasol, I think, can at this age still thrive in. So, I, you know, I don't hate the signing at all. Um, I think that's why we got a guy like Montrez because, you know, he can play the 30 minutes a game. He can play the 32, 33 minutes a game. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a cheap deal. Mark, remember, he started his career as a Laker. That's you right. Know, he was traded for his brother. His brother went on to win two championships with the franchise. I would love to see Mark come in and win a championship with the franchise as well. So, yeah, it can make another great story. And I agree with everything that you said. I mean, once again, didn't pay a lot for this one. And it is a situational signing. You know, obviously, he's probably, I mean, he might start for the team, but I feel like it might change throughout the season and the only thing about it is we kind of stepping away from the identity that we had last year and last year you know the bigs that we had were athletics you can constantly throw lobs at them you know have them block shots and whatnot and, and probably less of that's going to happen with Marcus O. I don't think anybody can throw a lob to this guy at this point no um, I mean if they do it both knees probably going to pop but um, <laughs> <laughs> if we had to Pick a grade for this one. I would, I would say B minus personally, um, just because I kind of wanted Boogie a little more, you know, even even though he hasn't been healthy for about twelve years now. But <laughs> well, I was, you know, and and that's what I was going to say to you. I said I think I I like the I would love Boogie on the team, but I think what happens is there's so much that would be so much offensive firepower and we we did go away from the true identity of being a defensive team to a more offensive team 
Mm-hmm. But I do feel like a guy like Gasol is going to be able to play. Like I said, we played Denver in a seven-game series. You know, he's able to, you know, he's still able to guard. He's able to guard a guy like Embiid well. So I, I like Boogie, but I just feel like with every all the offense that we have, I, I don't think it was just room for him or it would have been a good situation for him. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, it definitely makes sense. So before I wrap it up, um, let's give – I really great for the whole free agency for the Lakers so far and maybe throw a guy or two guys that you think we should chase who are still on the market. Uh, I, at early, at early grades, I would give it like an A minus. They upgraded a lot and they, they're able to let LeBron rest a lot more and not have to worry about where the point's going to come from defensively. Obviously we, um, we're gonna we're a little we're a different team, but I think as long as you know, obviously we have AD and LeBron being the quarterbacks of the defense, where guys like Montrez and and Schroeder they will figure out their their lane on this team defensively. What yeah. would you give? What would you give it? I agree. I would like to be more optimistic and give it you know an A or A plus, but it, 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 it's it's I don't want to sound too cheerful about everything. It, it we did bring the right guys in my opinion mm-hmm. and i think a minus to an a is definitely fair so far mm-hmm. um all the points that you gave are basically what it is you know we moved away from the identity we had last year but even though we gave up some defensive guys i feel like we never really struggled that much defensively so mm-hmm. I, I think it's i think it's fair to try to improve offensively and see where it's going to take us yeah, I think I, I I think that's the thing. I'm, you know, we can we can score with the best, but you know, at the end of the day, there were times and stretches where it was literally you needed to go LeBron or AD for a bucket every time. That was it. There was no one else that can create. We wanted Kuzma to be the third option. Unfortunately, there were games when you know Kuz wasn't just able to be that guy. Um, it, it, but now once again, you're getting two guys in Mantras and Schroeder who both average, you know, around 18, 19 a game. Mm-hmm. They, they finish in the top three of, you know, in voting for the sixth man of the year. So you add that with the Kuzma. You add that, you, you still have, you know, your, your Caruso's, those guys who are the dirty workers. I think this team, obviously, I mean, they're definitely the favorites again. And, and hopefully, I mean, they, I think they have a wonderful shot at repeating. Yeah, not that we're biased. But no, we're not biased. <laughs> no, we're not biased at all. But I, I definitely agree. And overall, I mean, I would say the only team so far in the free agency who had close to maybe better off season would be the Hawks. Would you agree? Um, I, I you know what? I'm gonna say this. I like what the Hawks did. I think it was great, but I also feel like they're just there's so many swingmen on that team and they're so I'm not the biggest fan of like the Gowell signing. I love the bogey signing. But um, and Rondo, but you know, once again, this is the Lake Lakers are are the class of the NBA again, and we've been that way for you know last year and this year. So, right, yeah, great points. I agree. So let's wrap it up. Uh, that's it for the episode number one. Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five star review. If you want more, please follow us on Twitter at Courtside TW and LZD three two five. Right, and at, at Brawl <laughs> and at Brawl Lakers. All righty, well, we'll see you guys next time, and.